Plum, and I am your host of a Pen and a Napkin podcast, a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 39, and today we're going to talk about simple ball handling development. Uh, obviously, ball handling is, is extremely important. You have to develop ball handlers within your program. Uh, so how do you do that? What are some ways that you do that, especially at your elementary level, at your lower levels, and putting stuff together? Um, what we were able to narrow down, we kind of went through it as a staff at one point, and we narrowed down to eight things that we wanted our uh, ball handlers to be able to do, eight different type of dribbles that we wanted them to get really, really good at. And here's the list. Speed dribble. A hesitation dribble, so you can pull up and hesitate and then go. An in and out and dribble. Uh, a stutter dribble, uh, kind of pound that there. Uh, a stutter crossover dribble uh, between the legs, behind the back, and a pullback crossover. Now you'll notice on that list, one of the things that is not on there is a spin dribble. And I'm not a big fan personally of a spin dribble just because you're turning your back on uh, the defense and they can and get a rip on you from the backside there. So I'm not a big fan of the spin dribble uh, personally. Uh, what are some other things that you want to teach? Uh, I like the, the, the between the legs dribble or the low crossover dribble because your head's up and you keep your eyes on the defender. When you go in between your legs to change direction, if you do it correctly, you can use your legs as a way to protect the basketball from somebody coming in and ripping the ball off of you there. So in a way, that's that's much better, in my opinion, than a spin dribble is because your head is up, your shoulders are squared up to your defender, and you're able to get that extra protection by putting the ball in between your legs. I think it's important that you try to teach your ball handlers to keep the ball in the middle third of the floor. You really don't want to uh, uh, be dependent on either the right side or the left side. Now, I understand some some programs have special situations, uh, sideline break after a free throw, uh, situations like that. But in against pressure, you want to keep that ball in the middle third of the floor. I also think that it's important that you develop multiple ball handlers within your program, that you cannot be dependent on just one great ball handler. Uh, the more diversified that you are with ball handlers, uh, you're going to be able to beat pressure and handle that a lot better. So what are some things that, uh, some drills that you could use to put together uh, for your program to help develop your ball handlers? Uh, one of the things that we like to use as a warm-up drill is what we call 30-second stationary ball handling. And each one of these uh, things here are for 30 seconds, just boom, 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 boom. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, uh, nine different things. So you should be able to get through this in about five minutes, maybe even less. Uh, ball slams. You take the ball and you're slamming it and you're getting your hands warmed up and ready to go. Tips. Take the ball on your fingertips and just tip it up, tip it up, tip it up. Okay, flips, so you get down here, uh, you hold the ball in between your legs, and you got both hands in front, and then you flip it around, both hands in back, and you're just getting your hands active there. Uh, flops, where you have one hand in front, one hand in back, and then you're flipping it that way. Uh, circles around each leg, right leg, left leg, then you go figure eight around your legs, and then you start pounding the ball. Uh, you can do what we call up-downs, where you try to get it as low as you can, and then you pound it up, and you try to get it as high as you can while keeping it under control. 
And then on the sides, you do push pulls uh, uh, where you go up, uh, back, up and back, up and back, and then in and out. So you're going in front of you, in and out, uh, trying to get that as low as you can, try to get it as wide as you can so that you're pushing yourself. And you want to emphasize with ball handling, especially, you want to go fast enough to where you're screwing up. I think that's an important phrase to to throw out there to your players that sometimes we're so conservative with your ball handling that you're not pushing yourself to make yourself better. You want to make mistakes in these type of drills. Other things that you want to work on and that you want to emphasize with your ball handling, uh, getting your kids in a triple threat position. We say find the rim. Every time you catch the ball, find the rim. Where's that rim at? Get yourself squared up. Know where that's supposed to be. Uh, right hand, left hand to half court. Okay, so you got the whistle, and you say you start with your right hand, you blow the whistle, uh, and you're crossing it over real quick, and you're spinning that. This is something that's really, really elementary level school type of stuff. But those are that's a simple thing that you can do uh, to 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 emphasize going with speed, but changing hands, changing direction, that type of thing. I also think it's really important that you emphasize jump stops and pivots. Uh, it's it's a very simple. Uh, thing to do that where you you catch and you come up with your own drills where you work on one count jump stops square up work on that uh, movement with your feet right you know right leg reverse that type of thing again breaking down how to pivot how to square up and how to snap off a good pass out of that Uh, a fun ball handling drill that we use from time to time that the kids like and they and, and they think it's a game but in, and it is a game but in many ways it's a it's a uh, it's a good ball handling drill that they don't realize it is what we call shark tank uh where you get the kids and they've got to keep their dribble live and they got a bunch of people you start out with with 20 kids inside the three-point line and then they they poke it out and if you lose your dribble or if the if your ball goes outside of the uh, outside of the line that you've designated, uh, the kid, you know, they're, they're out and you narrow it down from, uh, the three point line, let's say into the lane. And then you narrow it down from the lane into half the lane and, and you go until there's one winner. Well, what a lot of kids don't realize is that's a great way to work on defending, uh, your possession with a bunch of people coming at you. A lot of people believe in two ball dribbling, uh, but that's not me. I, you know, never in a game are you going to dribble with two basketballs at the same time. I understand why some people would like two ball dribbling, but for me, uh, it's not something that I really like. I prefer the, the the one ball drills and the things that you do there because, again, in a competition, and I want to narrow my drills down to what we're going to do in competitions. Uh, you're never obviously going to dribble the ball. You're never going to dribble two basketballs at the same time. Um, that's a philosophical thing. You may be sitting there listening to this going, ah, that's not what I believe in. And that's fine. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, the biggest thing that I've evolved into when it comes to ball handling is the use of, of cones. I really think that's the best way to, to work on ball handling and making realistic game-like moves is by setting up cones and having your kids work with cones and attacking cones in practice uh, in your breakdown drills so that they can get better at attacking those cones. You put out two cones, you put out three cones, you put out four cones, uh, you make a, a, a tight diamond, you emphasize coming off that uh, that really, really tight there. Uh, you, you, you you use cones to dribble through and then you make a pass and then maybe you dribble through some more cones and you, and you 
finish with a pull-up jump shot or a, a catch-and-shoot three or, or whatever it may be that you're looking to emphasize. But the use of cones, and there's, there's a thousand cone drills that you can do. Uh, you can make them up on the fly. But I really think that's the best way to emphasize ball handling with your players. Overall, the biggest thing that you can do with, with creating ball handlers in your program is just consistently putting the ball in their hands and have them working on it. Uh, this is something that they should be able to do on their own on a consistent level. So just some thoughts and ideas about ball handling and developing ball handling and dribbling within your programs. Uh, Again, it's a, it is a great emphasis. You, you have to have ball handlers and decision makers. Otherwise, you can have all the other pieces. But if you don't have that, you're never going to achieve the goals that you really want to achieve. You're really hamstrung by doing that. So uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, so like, rate, review, give us five stars. Email us if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, Look us up on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. We'll try to put out daily coaching stuff. I'm kind of back in school, kind of back in the school mode, so I'll be able to uh, put that stuff out there a lot more consistently. And that's a bit. That's it. That's Foundation Friday 39 on ball handling and dribbling and developing ball handlers and dribblers. So, coaches, let's pray for peace, let's stay safe, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.